trick or eat. The year was 2023, and the town of Ravenspire was buzzing with excitement as Halloween night approached. A crisp autumn breeze rustled the colorful leaves, and the aroma of pumpkin spice filled the air. It was the perfect setting for the annual Trick or Eat Festival, a quirky tradition that combined trick-or-treating with a community potluck dinner. The highlight of the event was the Creepy Cook-Off, where neighbors competed to create the spookiest, most delicious dishes. This year, the competition was fierce, with everyone vying for the coveted title of Ravenspire's Spookiest Chef. As the sun dipped below the horizon on Halloween night, the Ravenspire Community Center was bathed in eerie orange and purple lights. Ghoulish decorations adorned the walls, and the aroma of simmering stews and sizzling roasts wafted through the air. Among the contestants was Martha Caldwell, the town's renowned chef known for her exotic and flavorful dishes. She had prepared a dish that had tongues wagging, a savory, witch's brew, stew, complete with bat-shaped dumplings. As the judges sampled her creation, whispers of admiration spread through the crowd. However, as the night wore on, the atmosphere turned tense. A loud scream echoed through the hall, shattering the festive spirit. Panic rippled through the crowd, and people rushed to the source of the commotion. They found the lifeless body of Oliver McAllister, a local food critic known for his sharp tongue. Oliver lay sprawled on the floor, his face contorted in a grimace of horror. It was apparent that he had been poisoned, and the witch's brew stew was the prime suspect. Detective Sarah Anderson, a sharp-witted investigator known for her keen intuition, was called to the scene. She began her investigation by interviewing the witnesses, who recounted the events leading up to Oliver's demise. Martha Caldwell, the chef behind the stew, was visibly distraught. She claimed to have left the stew unattended briefly to replenish the drink station. Many wondered if her absence had provided an opportunity for foul play. Sarah also spoke with Simon Daniels, a fellow chef and Martha's closest competitor. Simon had been involved in a heated rivalry with Martha for years, and some suspected he might resort to sabotage. However, Simon vehemently denied any involvement and offered an alibi, which was confirmed by other festival-goers. The list of suspects grew longer as Sarah dug deeper. She questioned Lily McAllister, Oliver's estranged daughter, who had a strained relationship with her father. Lily had publicly argued with him earlier in the evening but insisted she had nothing to do with his murder. As Sarah examined the scene, she discovered a cryptic note tucked into Oliver's pocket. It read, Justice is served, one bite at a time. The note was written in a flowing, artistic script, but it revealed nothing about the identity of the killer. As the night wore on, Sarah uncovered more clues and red herrings. She found a hidden compartment in Oliver's jacket containing a vial of poison, raising suspicions that Oliver had intended to harm someone himself. However, the poison didn't match the one used in the stew. Further complicating matters, Sarah discovered that the witch's brew stew had been tampered with. It appeared that someone had added an extra ingredient, a rare and highly toxic mushroom that could be fatal if ingested. The festival grounds buzzed with speculation and gossip. Some pointed fingers at Martha, while others suspected Lily or even Simon. The atmosphere of fear and mistrust cast a dark shadow over what had started as a joyous Halloween celebration. As the investigation continued, Sarah uncovered more secrets. She learned that Oliver had been working on an expose, intending to expose the town's culinary secrets and scandals. It seemed that he had gathered information about the chef's personal lives and culinary rivalries, making many potential enemies in the process. Sarah also discovered that Oliver had a complex web of relationships with the festival's attendees. He had feuds with several chefs, disputes with townsfolk, 
and unresolved conflicts with his estranged daughter, Lily. Each revelation deepened the mystery, and Sarah struggled to piece together the puzzle. The night grew colder, and the tension reached its peak. Sarah called all the suspects and witnesses to the center of the festival grounds, under the watchful eyes of the restless crowd. She laid out the evidence in the complex web of motives and conflicts that had emerged during her investigation. The murderer is among us, Sarah announced, her voice cutting through the chilly air. But they won't remain hidden for long. Justice will be served. As Sarah continued to unravel the threads of the case, the festival-goers watched in anticipation, their eyes darting from one suspect to another. Accusations flew, alliances crumbled, and secrets were exposed. The night wore on, and Sarah's relentless pursuit of the truth led to a shocking revelation about Oliver's true intentions. It turned out that he had been exploiting the town's culinary secrets for personal gain, blackmailing chefs and food critics alike. The motive for murder had been far more complex than anyone had imagined. With the final piece of the puzzle in place, Sarah confronted the killer and unveiled their identity. The crowd gasped in disbelief as the truth was laid bare, and the murderer was taken into custody. Halloween night in Ravenspire would forever be remembered for the trick-or-eat festival that had turned into a real-life murder mystery. As the town began to heal from the shocking events of that night, Detective Sarah Anderson's determination and sharp mind had prevailed, ensuring that justice was served in the most unexpected way. And so, the secrets of Ravenspire remained hidden in the shadows, and the town returned to its peaceful existence, forever haunted by the ghostly memories of that fateful Halloween night. But as the years passed, whispers of the truth continued to circulate in Ravenspire. The killer had been apprehended, but questions lingered, and some secrets refused to stay buried. The townspeople would forever wonder if they truly knew the whole story behind the chilling Halloween night, and if the past might come back to haunt them once more. Rumors swirled that the festival might be cancelled, but the town decided to carry on the tradition as a testament to their resilience. The Trick or Eat festival returned year after year, serving as a reminder of the past and a celebration of unity in the face of darkness. As time passed, the mystery of that fateful Halloween night became the stuff of legend in Ravenspire. It was a tale whispered around campfires and shared with new generations, a story of secrets and suspense that would never be forgotten. The town of Ravenspire continued to thrive, but the memory of that Halloween night remained etched in the collective consciousness of its residents. And each year, as the festival approached, they couldn't help but wonder if the shadows of the past might once again cast a sinister pall over their beloved tradition. The festival became a symbol of the town's resilience, a reminder that even in the face of darkness, the community would come together to celebrate life and overcome adversity. Hey everyone, welcome to Murder by Algorithm. This episode sucks. Okay, can I just say that I thought this was going to be a story about a cannibal that ate people, and I was really excited, and then uh, immediately. First of all, happy Halloween, everybody. Happy uh, Halloween. Secondly, what the f- was this? All I gotta say is, well, they've also so the town was called Ravenspire, but they said Ravenspire. Ravenspire. <laughs> Yeah, the stuff of legends. I think they the really. The only legend was how long they talked about that town. I mean, they really oversold it at the end, right there. It was just like, oh my people god. People came from all over. <laughs> and the townspeople to were learn so of upset. This unsolved mystery. Wait, why was it an unsolved mystery? I thought they arrested someone. They did. So there's not so a lot why of people. Did people come? Yeah. So again, this is a common theme that uh, I'm going to work on for season two of this show because. 
Yeah. I know. Is this a success or a failure? I honestly don't know. I mean, I don't know. You tell me, people. You tell me. Uh, you're listening to this stuff just like we are, and honestly, and I promise you, we are just hearing this for the first time. I want it to be good. It is, yeah. How much better would a maniacal cannibal be? Yes. Who just, like, it was a judge, right? It was a judge, and they ate the cook's. It would be cool. It would be so much better. Should we just tell that story instead? We'll just make it up on the spot. It will be better than what we just heard. Yeah. All right. So Oliver, who was the food critic, he was was killed. Right. He was poisoned. Martha. And he was going to poison someone else. Yeah, he had poison. He was a D-bag. Are they all going to poison each other? Is that what really happened? So poison is the cook's tool. And we got Martha. Yeah. Well, Martha's. it was Martha's food. But she it had witnesses that she did walk away from it yep. long enough for someone to have paused. Well, and that's where they mentioned Simon, who was the closest competitor to Martha, who they thought the rival he would poison and her stuff. And my pick for the killer, Lily. And there's the Lily. The daughter of Oliver. Publicly argued with her father, Oliver, who claimed to have Lily nothing to do with it. I think Lily stole Oliver's poison and poisoned her own father. But it was different poison. They said it was different poison. Yeah, they said the poison that he had, which was a witch's brew, which I think was what Martha did. Okay, but none of these answers make sense. No. So it, they're just going to be like, <laughs> Lily took, maybe Oliver collects poisons. <laughs> In the woods. And Lily just took yeah. a different poison. He took his, like, A poison and had that on his pocket, but Lily went back to his house. The, the AI is going to be like, well, obviously, One thing- Oliver is an enthusiast of poisons. So Lily <laughs> stole his poison. And this is the what the fuck is it with these notes that end up? Fun? I don't know. Why do people have such beautiful <laughs> handwriting? But a fun fact: this is the first present day, and it is so present day. It is fall 2023 that this story takes place. That's true. Happy fall, everybody! It is Halloween 2023, and still would have been better with cannibals. It would have been much better. So much. Honestly, better. anything would have been better than what we just got. <laughs> Although this was the stuff of legends, according to the story. What if someone was a cannibal and then somebody poisoned like the hot sauce that they ate their people with <laughs> or something? It would be insane. I thought one thing that. What if it was Sean Evans? First we feast. It's true. <laughs> we are no way affiliated, but we do love that show. We just wanted to call that out. We're definitely not affiliated. No, but that show's great. Better than this one. But still, listen. <laughs> I thought one thing that Sarah said was a little interesting, but this this AI is way too not clever for this, which was, she said, justice will be served. Um, <laughs> but, but the note said, justice is served one bite at a time. And yeah. Sarah said that. And she's a detective that was looking into this, but she oh, found the killer, I so guess. So we had another story. The, tra- the train one? Did we have a train one? We had a train one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll blend together. There was a Days turned into weeks. Right. Oh my god, and the town gets upset. The town is so fucking upset all um, the time. There was a know. Detective Sarah. So is this Sarah? Is this our same Sarah? Is she the detective? And that's what all the crowd. There's Jake's and Sarah's and... Alright, you're gonna say it's Lily. I want it to be Lily, and you know what? Fuck the AI. <laughs> After, uh... Several episodes here. Fuck the AI is what Fuck we've decided. <laughs> yeah, it felt weird on that. Yeah, you chose Lily, I think. I chose the Lily of the Valley. Was he killed by Lily of the Valley? Because that would be a I nice mean, you, little tidbit. You got one out of, it was a one in four chance of getting this right. No, because there's nobody no, it could else. be the fucking mafia, It's Chris. the spirit of Halloween that killed him. <sighs> that's, that's the what truth. What if it was a cannibal that came to the cooking competition and it's like this fifth member of the table? What? Yeah. 
All right, you're gonna say Lily. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna say Lily because we got a 25 percent chance. Lily, you gotta pick different. You want me to pick? What if you're right though? I'm always. You have a better record than I do in this. That's so true. Okay, you pick who you want. I'm just kidding. You pick who you want. Well, Lily is the only one that makes sense. I really want it to be Lily. Like she's like, "Fuck you, Dad. Take this poison." Won't you die? Okay, we both. Yeah, we're gonna say Lily. Okay, let's find out who did it. All right, everybody. So apparently, the killer is actually Martha. Better get the jail cell ready because another Martha is going to prison. And what I'm trying to figure out is why. Because they were competitors. It's just so simple. <laughs> well, it was Martha's. It was Martha's food that was poisoned to kill him. And she said she was away from her. It wasn't me. I'm Martha. It just it's it's so simple. I don't, I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, he died from the soup. I'm really and it upset. Was Martha's I'm so soup. upset I don't have anything to say about this. It was her soup that killed him. No shit, it was her soup. Yes. But, like, was she the one... Like, what was her motive? This is the worst just... killer so far. This is the worst everything. Well, this... some of the killers weren't even, like... Well, I guess they were. Is but... Martha a fucking cannibal? No. Because it's the only Nobody's thing that's going to save this. Nobody's a fucking cannibal. <laughs> uh... Damn it! Alright, so, just asking what her motive was... It was to eliminate Oliver. Was it to eat him? It was to eliminate Oliver, the food critic, who had been planning to expose the town's culinary secrets and scandals, which would have put Martha's reputation and livelihood at risk. I mean, they did say, I guess, that... That makes it a little better. So was Martha a whore? And I mean, maybe. She was a secret whore. And then she killed Oliver to hide her scandalous whore. Dumb. I mean, they said... They did say that Oliver had... All the basically. Uh, put. Oh, he was blackmailing the chefs, and he was getting all the, the secrets of everybody. Yeah, he's like Martha puts cheap mushrooms instead of Italian truffles. <gasps> How dare you! And then she ate him. And then she ate him. The end. Or she's a whore. And then she. And she ate him. What? She ate his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck her up. McAllister. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Pucker up, McAllister. Pucker up, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Open wide. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Oh, Saint Mary. Joseph. Alright, everybody. So I hope you were as disappointed as we were. <laughs> I don't know. I think we're building something here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a porno, but... <laughs> Either that or a poop. Maybe I got a poop. Maybe. If he puckered up as much as you wanted him to, yeah. there'd definitely be a poop. Open wide, motherfucker. <laughs> Oliver wasn't just eliminated. He evacuated. <laughs> Trick or eat, everybody. Trick or eat. Trick or eat. Uh, this, that could you know also what? be a I, little sexual. Everything could be sexual in the right context, really. <laughs> yeah. Well, happy Halloween and... Uh, you know what? We're going to try and do a trick or eat part two at some point in the future. And we'll, we will make it Honestly, better than this. If it's not a cannibal, I don't even want to talk I, to you. I think I have to put a cannibal in it now. Oh my God. Um, trick or eat. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> we will talk to you later. Join us on the next one. Happy murdering. Happy murdering. Don't murder anybody. Take care. Murder by algorithm.